Welcome back, tiny house enthusiasts. This is your host, Peter Vellen from otinyhouse.com, and I am so excited to be with you today as we dive deep into the intricacies of building your dream tiny house community. Get ready to embark on an exciting journey, and let's turn your tiny house dream into a vibrant, sustainable lifestyle. So get comfortable, grab your favorite beverage, coffee, tea, maybe beer. Who know what time is it when you are listening to this podcast? So without further ado, let's delve into the details together. Now picture this. You're living in a cozy, eco-friendly tiny house surrounded by a community of like-minded neighbors who share your passion for minimalism and sustainability. Sounds like a dream, right? Today we'll be discussing the 10 essential steps to building your very own tiny house community. From finding the perfect location to celebrating your new home with your fellow tiny house enthusiasts. Sounds idyllic, doesn't it? Today we're breaking down the 10 essential steps to create your very own tiny house community. From scouting the perfect location to celebrating your new home with fellow tiny house aficionados. Alright, let's start with step number one. Location, location, location. That's right folks. The first step in building a tiny house community is finding the perfect plot of land. Keep in mind factors like zoning and building codes. Also are utilities available. Proximity to a city or other source of income or shopping. What is the local culture? The ideal plot of land depend on all of these factors. But also topography can be super important in regards to how we're going to access the land with a truck. There may be no road. Climate are ready for cold winters. And the local culture in regards to tiny housing is super important. What sort of neighbors you have? Neighbors can be a big, big pain if they want to cause troubles. <coughs> now, on to step two. To create a thriving tiny house community, it's imperative to research and understand local zoning and building code. Compliance with local laws can be extremely challenging. Not all town halls are welcoming tiny houses. Engage with local zoning authority and experts and see if the tiny house community project ticks all the requirements and to avoid potential legal battles down the road. Step 3. A solid foundation for any community is the availability of utilities. Before you break ground, ensure you have water, septic systems, electricity, and internet access in place. Consider the costs, environmental impact, reliability, and compatibility with tiny house designs during the planning phase. Step 4. Now let's talk about the lifeblood of your tiny house community, the people. If there are no people, there is no community. So don't be shy. 
reach out to like-minded individuals like me who share your zest for tiny living. You can also attend tiny house events and workshops. You can join online forums and organize meetups. Meeting people actually is fun. Yeah, let's forget what COVID did to our relationships and abilities to interact with each other. Remember, it's the diverse, inclusive mix of people that will make your community truly exceptional, fun, and engaging. Step 5. Maintaining harmony in your community is a big deal. People tend to be passionate about certain aspects of their lives, and so it's vital to craft well-defined codes of conduct, use of the land, and what kind of restrictions should we all abide to. Some people are very sensitive to loud parties or machine noise. Setting up these guidelines will help set expectations for community members and prevent conflicts before it's too late. Involving all community members in the process to address everyone's needs and concerns should be on your list. Step 6. With the foundation in place, it's time to unleash your creativity and design your tiny houses and community layout. The more input you can gather from experienced builders and designers, the better. To create functional, attractive, and sustainable tiny house that caters to the unique needs and preferences you all have can be time-consuming, and mistakes happen. So if someone else can review your plan, there's a higher chance those mistakes will be corrected before you start building. Step 7. Let's talk finances. I know, nobody likes to talk about budgets, fees, taxes, etc. Finding and securing the necessary funding for your tiny house community project is one of the most challenging steps and requires lots of research and negotiations with the community. You can use various options to find the money, like personal savings, bank loan, crowdfunding, and in certain cases, even grants. And don't overlook the importance of obtaining adequate insurance coverage to protect your house from fire, flooding, or theft. Step 8. Before you can break ground, and of course it depends what sort of tiny houses are going to be built, but assuming you will be building tiny houses on foundation, you need to obtain the essential permits and approvals from local county authorities. If the community will have only tiny homes on wheels, then it's easier, and you only need to worry about power, water, and septic system approvals. Before you show up in the town hall asking for approval, you will have to get prepared and provide detailed plans and documentation. When the community has more than few, four or five tiny houses, the county usually has additional requirements, such as attend public hearings and meetings to present your project and address any concerns or objections from neighbors and local zoning officials. Step 9. The moment you've been working towards beginning construction. At this stage, you should collaborate closely with your community members. Their help is critical for the success of the build stage. Having someone always on site to deal with builders and contractors will ensure a smooth and efficient building process with no delays just because you are not there when the contractor shows up. If you can establish a small task force from and have regular meetings and communication with progress updates, that will keep your project on track. 
Step 10. Finally, it's time to move in and revel in the joy of your brand new tiny house community. Yes, celebrate your achievement. Embarking on this exciting new chapter of your life, surrounded by like-minded neighbors who share your passion for tiny living is something that takes a lot dedication and hard work. So don't be shy, have a party. And there you have it, folks. With step-by-step -step planning, collaboration with your community members, creating a task force to manage the day-to-day -day operations and a lot of creativity, your dream tiny house community will come to life. I hope you enjoyed this short but full of tips podcast. Hey there, dear listeners. Yes, you the one listening right now. I absolutely love having you as a part of O Tiny House podcast community, and I want to hear your thoughts and ideas too. Don't hesitate to leave comments. Reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or WhatsApp. I would be thrilled to have you as a guest on the show. Your insights and experiences can help make our community to be even more engaging and meaningful. So come on, let's make this podcast an interactive experience for all of us. Join the conversation and let your voice be heard. If you haven't been on the website, it's to go check it out. There is more to learn about tiny house communities and finding land for your tiny house on the website at tinyhouse.com slash communities. That's all for today's in-depth episode about the 10 most important steps of building your dream tiny house community. And with that, I'd like to wish you all the best. This is Peter Vellin, your host, signing off. Stay tuned for more tips and insights into the fascinating world of tiny living. Until next time, happy tiny house hunting.